Welcome to The Changing Room, where you're just a click away from self-care anywhere. Find inspiring blogs, yoga classes, free meditations, and so much more at www.thechangingroom.blog. This episode is called The Five Types of Brainwaves. A number of years back, a friend gave me a book called The Brain That Changes Itself. Written in 2007, it's all about the science of neuroplasticity. It was back when the science around our brain's ability to change was still somewhat new, still vibrating with that almost sci-fi feel. There's so much we have learned in recent years about our brains and their ability to adapt. Like, we don't actually have a finite number of brain cells as we once thought. And though alcohol definitely kills them, one weekend of heavy drinking won't leave you any dumber. <laughs> At least not in the way we thought. Also, it happens that our brains can build up and tear down neural pathways within hours. And though our gray matter can bend and change, it's also definitely a use it or lose it proposition. In other words, if you're learning a new language, don't stop. You can't stop or your brain will start dismantling your work within hours. Seriously, it's amazing. Turns out these incredible microprocessors that sit on our shoulders and broadcast messages to our bodies like a Starfleet commander even emit waves, brain waves, actual electrical pulses from huge masses of neurons communicating with each other. So what are brain waves? Brain waves are at the root of pretty much every single thing you do and every emotion that you feel. They are the noise from communication between great masses of neurons in our brains. Brainwaves can be detected with sensors affixed to the scalp and are organized into bandwidths to describe their function. All day long, 24-7, even and especially while sleeping, our brains are active. Neurons are holding various little conventions among community members, and these are perceived and understood by us as thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Plot one's brainwaves on paper, and what you end up with is long waves and arcs, the visual representation of a continuous spectrum of consciousness. Slow, fast, loud, subtle, functional, complex, they all make an appearance at various times of the day. Our brainwaves can and do change depending on what we're doing and feeling. When slower brainwaves dominate the scene, we can feel sluggish or spacey. Conversely, the higher frequencies make us feel wired or hyper alert. So how do brainwaves work? Brainwave speed is measured in hertz uh, or cycles per second and are divided into bands uh, highlighting slow, moderate, and fast waves. So infralow is a band that is lower than 0.5 hertz. Infralow brainwaves are known, at least right now, as the basic rhythms that underlie our higher brain functions. Very little is actually understood about them right now, but I'm sure there's plenty we'll eventually find out. They are so slow that they are difficult to measure and detect, so they are hard to study with the tools currently available. What, reach, what researchers do see is that infralow brainwaves appear to play a major role in the function of the brain's whole network, 
kind of like the back of house at a restaurant. Delta waves um, go from 0.5 to 3 hertz, so they're a little bit higher. Delta waves are the slowest but also the loudest of the brain waves. Think of a deep uh, bass line or a drum beat. They are a low frequency and they resonate strongly. They are generated in dreamless sleep and are very and, and in deep meditation. This is where healing and regeneration in the body are stimulated. This is partly why you feel so incredible after a long sleep, because your body actually had a chance to really do its thing. Theta waves go from three to eight hertz. Theta brainwaves are just a little bit higher in frequency than delta and also occur in sleep and deep meditation as well. These brainwaves are also where both learning and intuition occur and the recall of memories as well. Think of the few moments just after you wake up or just before you fall asleep. That drifting kind of feeling is likely to be your brainwaves in theta. The dreaminess, that space between awake and asleep where we're a little bit more receptive and open. Alpha waves run from 8 to 12 hertz. If you're feeling like you're in a state of flow, you may be grooving to an alpha frequency. Alpha brainwaves are marked by flowing thoughts and some meditative states as well. Alpha is you here, present and accounted for. You're calm, alert, coordinated, and firing on all cylinders, as they say. This is a great frequency to be at for learning. Beta waves run from 12 to 38 hertz. Beta brainwaves are a normal waking state of consciousness. Um, you might have noticed that a beta has this huge frequency compared to the others, and that's because there are actually a few bands of beta frequencies that your brain can be flowing in. Our brains may be in beta when attention is directed outwardly toward a task or a person. Like the alpha state, beta is fast. We're alert, engaged, and making good choices. The three bands of beta waves are beta 1, which goes from 12 to 15 hertz. Uh, these are easy mental activities, musings. Beta 2 runs from 15 to 22 hertz and is when you're actively trying to puzzle something out. <clears throat> beta 3 goes from 22 to 38 hertz. And this involves highly complex thought, anxiety, or excitement. You may be in high beta when having a new experience. High beta is marked by that buzzy feeling. Because of the amount of stress in many people's lives, they spend way too much time at this frequency. It takes a large amount of energy to run at this frequency, and so the burnout is, is real. Gamma waves run from 38 to 42 hertz, and they are the fastest of them all. They used to be the ones that we knew little about, just like the infra-low brainwaves now. Gamma involves the simultaneous integration of information from different areas of the brain rapidly and quite quietly too. Gamma is the most subtle of all the frequencies. You've got to be really chilled out for your brain to access this frequency. At one time, it was gamma brainwaves that weren't very well studied and even dismissed as spare brain noise. But then researchers discovered that when we're in a state of love and caring for another, performing an altruistic act, or basically just being a do-gooder, the gamma frequency was present. But there's still a lot, a lot to learn. For example, how the frequency is generated in the first place. 
As I mentioned, brainwaves are basically the chatter of neurons firing, communicating, and working together. But the gamma frequency is actually higher than the frequency that neurons fire at. Super mysterious. It is believed that gamma rhythms inform our perception and consciousness and that the presence of more gamma points to expanded spiritual understanding and capacity. So what, this, what does this all mean? For me, it's just another tool. Um, understanding that the chemicals in your brain will have a say about this change and armed with that, that knowledge, you can better be prepared for what's coming. I think of our brainwaves in much the same way. Plot one day of my brainwaves out on paper and yours too, and those will render completely differently. But they will mirror each of our experiences exactly. Our brainwave profile and our experience of the world for purposes of this discussion are one and the same. If your mental health is suffering, that will be reflected in your brainwaves. If you're stressed out all the time, now that you know a little about brainwaves, you may be able to recognize that it's an unhealthy place for your brain to be. Over or under stimulation in certain brain areas is, like, is, is linked to a whole laundry list of conditions. Here are just a few of them. There's anxiety disorders and hypervigilance, impulsive behavior and poor decision-making, anger, aggression, depression, ADHD, chronic nerve pain and spasms, instability in brain rhythms as opposed to a stimulation issue, correlate with obsessive compulsive disorder, panic attacks, narcolepsy, migraines, tics, bipolar disorder. So your brain waves can be changed by drugs, and you might notice that pretty much everything on those lists above is, is treatable with pharmaceutical and or recreational drugs. But as you might expect, just as changing your behavior alters the chemical con cocktail your brain creates, anything that changes your perception will change your brain waves too. Yoga and meditation have been shown to train your brainwaves into balance. And while I am 100% not suggesting that you stop taking your meds and go on a yoga retreat to Bali, I am definitely suggesting that these things can and do help, particularly the meditation part. You can change your experience in this world by simply getting quiet inside, not once or twice, but daily. Within you is the power to fine-tune your mind and really make it yours. Arrange it in the way you want it and watch the domino effect of stability and balance permeate every nook and cranny of your existence. Thank you so much for listening to the Changing Room podcast. I hope it helps brighten your day. Keep getting your self-care anywhere. Sponsor the Changing Room for as little as 99 cents per month. With your sponsorship, the Changing Room is able to reach more people, sharing the message of wellness, self-love, and transformation with those who really need it. Visit www.anchor.fm forward slash Emily-Murray76 to learn more.